Good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RV Oppenheim Associates. So today, guys, I want to talk about what are the 12 essential markers of a successful digital marketing strategy in 2019. Um, I think it's a great place to start. Uh, so I want to break this up into two different um, series because I, I think, um, you know, spending time uh, thinking about this in, in terms of, of, you know, these these 12 essential markers, I want to break it up into a two-part series. So first of all, I think it's important for you to be able to define digital marketing in your organization. Um and I think in today's um, you know, mobile world, if it is on this device, if it's on your mobile device, uh, you should consider it digital media. Whatever content you can pull up on your phone is what you should consider in, in the definition of digital media for your company, brand, or organization. Um, and then I think the next thing for you to really sort of dive into is what channels are you active in? What um, and, and what channels um, do you feel like are most important to your particular audience? If you're thinking about growing your business, obviously you need to be where the fish are biting. So, you know... <clears throat> I think that's really going to um, change from company to company, uh, especially if you are a B2C, meaning um, business to consumer, or if you are a B2B, business to business, um, particular company, you know, your channels might be different. Obviously, you know, the the, the big boys, the, the really the top uh, anchors when it comes to digital being Facebook, Instagram. Uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter um, are the platforms that are the most popular. Now, there may be, um, you know, some other uh, channels such as, uh, you know, just your digital web presence, your website presence, uh, your blog presence, your email marketing efforts. Um, if you have uh, an internal, um, uh, you know, like if you have a forum group or a chat group, or if you have a you know somewhere that where there's internal communications uh, between your existing uh, members, that would be part of that channel as well. Um, and I think it's important that you know I, I think um, understanding that that even though you as the owner of the company or you as the marketing director of the company. You know, your platform, you know, may be more uh, you may spend more time on Facebook or um, you may spend more time on Instagram or you may spend more time on YouTube. Um, but it's important to understand that that in today's world and society, you know, those your audience group is going to have their own preferred method of consuming content, their own channel that they prefer um, you know, to consume content on. And so I think that's important. And I think that companies who have blinders on, who think that conversations or 
interest, um, you know, centered around, um, you know, specific areas or, or, you know, platforms and, and ignore others is, is a mistake because those conversations are, are, are happening and they're happening around um, very specific topics and they're happening. Um, it's easy to find those topics, especially with, you know, hashtags that are being used on uh, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or even LinkedIn now, um, you know, as well as tags that you can uh, easily search on YouTube. So <clears throat> you can really identify those segments um, very easily. So I think that's part of, you know, what channels are you active in? And then what channels do you see your, um, you know, your target audience base, your consumer base, your customer base? Um, <clears throat> you can see where they um, are, are, you know, sort of gathering and consuming media content. So number three is how is digital media used currently in marketing or media planning? Well, uh, quite frankly, I think it's being underutilized um, to be to be really honest there from what we see. I think there are a ton of businesses who continue to put a large segment of their budget when it comes to, um, you know, marketing and media planning. Um, you know, and, and digital is, is only one part of that, uh, which is sad, uh, especially on the heels of the, the video podcast that we did yesterday when we talked about the historical trends of mass media consumption as we went through radio, television, and then the, the internet era, um, you know, that was really born in the early 2000s. So um, I think it's, under completely under uh, utilized as far as being part of a marketing and, and media planning. And, um, and I think that that's a mistake that, that we see brands continuing to do. Um, <clears throat> you know, there are so many brands out there that are, are, are paying to be in Vogue magazine or paying to be in, um, you know, uh, you know, various traditional media spots, billboards, or, you know, television spots, and, and they're paying a high, high premium uh, for that media placement when the return on investment, the underpriced media and digital, um, the ROI and engagement from, from those platforms outperforms those, um, you know, at, at sometimes a 10 to 1, 100 to 1 ratio, uh, if really done properly, if executed properly. Um, which I think dovetails into uh, number four, how has digital media changed over the past 10 years? Uh, how has it changed in the past two to three years? Um, again, if we go back to and we look at, we talked about this um, again yesterday in 2008 when Barack Obama uh, won the presidency, you know, he, he was really labeled the first social media uh, candidate. And I think it, it was a, a, a significant marker in how digital um, really sort of showed what a powerful tool um, it has become. Now, what I think has changed really in the last, you know, two to three years is people are starting to really to understand that individuals are actually their own broadcast centers, that 
that I, with my iPhone or, or my Android device, can record uh, something that's happening in the world, real world and push that feed, whether it's live or whether it's recorded, <clears throat> to any number of platforms and within minutes or real time, um, you know, garner the attention of big brands and of, of large um, segments of, of people who are interested in that very specific topic matter that I'm filming or recording uh, or broadcasting. And I think that's the biggest shift in, you know, the last two to three years is, is, is that's really becoming commonplace that, you know, when, when we see something that's not right, we are very quick to whip out our phones and post to social media when we see injustice uh, or when we see devastation or when we see inspiration for that matter too, um, we're not afraid to to post that content through our own platform or, or through our own accounts onto those platforms. And I think that's a real big, that, that, that's a big change in the last decade or it's a significant change from a decade ago, but it's really become more and more evident uh, in, in just the last couple of years, obviously Instagram, I think, um, showing such a, a, a huge growth and looking at the, 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 the trends, I think is number five, what are the, the, the digital media trends that you're seeing? And I think it absolutely has to be the power of influencers. I mean, if you look at the fire festival, um, documentary on Netflix and you see how, if you take 50 of the top models in the world and you have them all uh, in a synchronized um, moment, you know, changing their profile picture and uploading photographs and and, and pictures to, um, you know, all of their platforms across the board. Uh, the power of just those 50 people uh, is more powerful and at a lower cost than, you know, if if you know the organizers of the fire festival were trying to you know, go through traditional media channels, whether it be, um, you know, reports through, you know, various entertainment media um, or uh, whether that's TV or radio or, you know, XM radio, um, you know, the the power of, of individuals and, and influencers is a huge trend. And the problem is that um, the reason why companies have not tried a way to um, figure that um, out and how to really, you know, manipulate or not manipulate, but really how to realize the power of that um, is it's hard to scale. It's hard to scale one-on-one -on -one, uh, interaction. And so I think that's really, it, it's a trend that's there, but I don't think a lot of businesses have figured out, you know, how to do it. And, and I think that it's grossly underpriced because you might have one influencer who, you know, has 300,000 people following he or she, um, you know, but but some of them are, are fake or bots or what have you. Whereas, you know, someone with with maybe, you know, 10,000 real passionate followers, you know, could really literally have, you know, hundreds of thousands of or let's 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 rephrase that could have, you know, hundreds of people show up on the doorstep of your business uh, you know, whether you're a car dealership or whether you're a salon or whether you're, you are a jewelry shop uh, owner, um, you know, you could leverage the power of influencers on those platforms 
by, you know, letting them, uh, you know, take a picture of your product and say, I'm going to be at this location uh, on Saturday at two o'clock. Hope you'll come by and see me. People don't under, under, under they, they grossly underestimate that, but it's happening right now all across America um, that, that the power of influencers is, is definitely driving business. And then number six is how is your organization's digital media measured for effectiveness? And that's a great, great um, question because I think in all of the different activities that, that are available to you that you can do in order to you know, grow your business through digital media, if you're not measuring for effectiveness, then, then you're really just out there you know, throwing stuff up on the digital wall and seeing if it'll stick. Um, so you definitely need to have metrics in place. I think the problem is because we don't, we don't really know how things are valued to some extent and um, some of the platforms, especially like for podcasts right now, as, as that platform continues to grow, um, we're continuing to see some of the measurement tools and reporting enhancements. I mean, just um, within the last two weeks, um, the reporting capabilities of Anchor FM, which is a popular podcast platform, uh, have, have all of a sudden the dashboard is completely different and there's all new uh, metrics that are available. Um, I think that's uh, partly in due to the fact that Spotify bought Anchor FM. And, you know, I think that Spotify is trying to position itself as the audio, the Netflix of audio. And, you know, they're going to continue to invest in their platform to keep, to keep more people on the platform. Uh, and they're going to look for ways to uh, optimize and create revenue uh, from original content created by podcasters. So, I think in, in understanding what measurements are available first from the platform, and then secondly, understanding what, what measurements uh, are most important to you. So, you know, obviously it could be, you know, number of appointments um, set. It could be, you know, directly number of, of products sold. Um, there's, there's definitely uh, the, the, the quantitative numbers, I think, is the easy part that we 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 can put together numbers and know what we want to measure. I think the qualitative measurements are a little more difficult. And so I think that in order to really effectively look at that, we need to think about how can we record those measurements, whether that's through um, public sentiment, um, you know, so you know, recording positive sentiments or comments or statements or negative uh, comments or statements about brands, products, or services is a great way to look at that qualitative qualitative data um, when it comes to your digital media. I think those are the important things for you to look at. So today, uh, again, we're just kind of kicking off. Um, what are the twelve essential markers? Uh, of a successful digital marketing campaign in 2019. Uh, today, we talked about sort of the, the first six, uh, which are how do you define your digital media? Uh, what channels are you active in? Um, you know, how does digital play a role in your marketing and planning? Uh, and, and understanding how digital media has changed over the last 10 years compared to just the last couple of years. Uh, and then what are the trends? Um, that we're seeing. Again, we talk specifically about um, uh, influencer impact on, on marketing. And, and then, of course, lastly, is 
um, you know, how are you measuring that for effectiveness? Again, guys, thank you so much for your time today. I look forward to part two. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we're taking a break as my partner in crime, uh, Katie Lilly, is on spring break with her family. So our normal uh, podcast video for Fridays, which is picking up on the book Traction, uh, we'll be taking a, a one-week break for that. But um, tomorrow, we're going to dive into part two, uh, which really talks about what are the challenges that we're seeing uh, in digital and, you know, what are the important things to understand when it comes to, you know, combining all of your efforts and, and really integrating social, email, website, measurements, and then content at scale. Those are things we're going to talk about uh, tomorrow in part two of the series. Guys, thank you so much for your time. Again, my name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer at Digital Ops the division of RB Oppenheim Associates. I hope you have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow.